most of the gas is coming out of you, huh? Sounds like my day. Let's talk about my day. Your day? Your ball busting day? Yeah, I didn't bust my balls. I did not bust my balls. Uh, painful. Actually, I've had a shit week and it's only Wednesday. So, I'm going over some stuff. We talked off yeah. mic. But uh, Monday, my 89, my classic 89 Chevy Cavalier decided to break on me. Went to turn the key, it was stuck, wiggled the steering wheel like you do when that happens, and it cracked. Something cracked in the steering column. So here I am at Target with groceries, mind you. Yeah. <laughs> I ended up walking, because we live pretty close by, ended up walking home with my groceries. And then get, getting a hold of uh, uh, her, her family has AAA, her and her family. And uh, they had it towed. But the entire time I was waiting on the tow truck, I was looking for cars. I was like, all right, freaking Craigslist, look for it. And uh, <laughs> found one. I, I, the car I ended up buying. First one I went to look at, first one I bought. Uh, a Chevy Impala, 02 Chevy Impala for 1200 or 1250 and uh, good car, some cosmetic damage. But I ended up meeting him that night at like 11 o'clock at, uh, at a hotel parking lot. Not giving any names, but some dank place. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> well, he told me he worked at the Jimmy John's that was right next to it. All right. So I was like, oh, okay, the public area, it's better than meeting him at his house. Yeah. So we look at it. And mind you, by the time I even contacted him, it was probably 8 o'clock. It was probably 8 o'clock at night. We, well, me and Marissa, we go look at the car, decide we want it. And he's like, all right, just need you to follow us back to this place. That way I can get my car. We did, and it took us in. That's over there off of uh, Lynnhurst and a couple of airport. Not the greatest area. Um, old airport, mind you. Not the new airport. Old airport. Uh, kind of shady. We went to this, we took a couple back roads to get to this like car lot, like a repair shop in a residential, almost looked like a residential area. There's a house across the street. Um, but yeah, just a bunch of like junk cars. Because what they do, they buy old cars and fix them and resell them. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so we were just kind of like, this is shady. This is weird. Uh, have your parents on the phone. Something. Have somebody on the phone. Yeah. Even if you're just holding it there and have a fake on speed dial. Right, like a, have a have a fake conversation going. Yeah. And uh, so we go look at it. And they're like, uh, "Do you have the cash?" I'm like it's eight. I saw you at eight. I contacted you at eight o'clock. There's no way I can get cash between then and now. Who carries that much cash on them? Like seriously, who carries that much cash? I had to get Drug it out dealers. of the bank. Yeah, yeah, Drug right. Dealers. Drug dealers and people that swipe cars. Um, yeah, but nobody carries that much cash. No one. No legitimate. Well, I guess they're legitimate business owners. Fair enough. Well, like it, maybe in 1973. Yeah. We just had cash and suitcases, and like, we just like, here you go. I, like, I, we had checks. We were willing to write a check right then and there. And they, some yeah, like, they, they, no, they, they, were, they laughed it off. They're like, no one's ever tried to buy a car for, with a check. Well, if you're going to write a check, like, this is my rule. If you're going to write me a check, you're going to write me a check at the bank. 
That way, that way, yeah. I can cash it, or I can put it in the bank, and I can. And if it bounces, then you take care of it. Yeah. Or you know, if it doesn't, well, then he, he insisted, insisted that we come and get come come that night, because I was like, uh, well, could we meet up in the morning? And he's like, no, I have to be at work at nine. And I was like, well, I can meet you at seven, seven eight, and and take care of everything. And he was like. Well, uh, how about how about we just meet at nine? Like, which is confused because he just he just told me he has to work at nine. But uh, we should, we go back we go back to the same car lot at nine o'clock the next morning, and proceeded to wait. I waited about twenty minutes, and I was like, "Where the hell are you?" Mm-hmm. Called him. I was like, "Hey, we've been here for twenty minutes," and he's like, "Oh, we're having some issues at home. Running about forty-five minutes late. Go grab some breakfast." So we did. We went over to the Waffle House, right there on Lyndhurst, uh, in like the uh, Dan Ryan Expressway. Ate breakfast, went back, and proceeded to wait another hour. Yeah. Uh, we were leaving at eleven o'clock. We were like, "We'll give it till eleven, and we're gone." He called me a quarter till and be like, "I'll I'll be there at eleven. I will be there by eleven o'clock." I was like, awesome, good, hurry the fuck up. I, uh, I, I was really, imp- I had started getting impatient by that time. Uh, and he showed up, and I, I, I did try to get a couple hundred off. I was like, dude, you've made us wait two hours. Is there any way I can get you to go down to 1100 or even 1000 bucks? And he didn't budge, which I was okay with, but might as well try. I would have told him no deal. Yeah? I would have said, all right, well, we'll go. I really needed a car. Like, there was no way that we could even have made it work that day. There was no way. I had to work. She had to work. There was no way that we could make make that work with one car. You play hardball. Yeah. And uh, so I got it all taken care of. So so, on all summed up, the longest day of your life. Yeah, no (laughs) shit. Longest 48 hours of my life. Going, going from Monday evening to when it happened to this afternoon. So this morning, if you don't know where I work, okay, good, good, because it might be incriminating if I even say it. Nobody listens to this show, but I'm not going to say the name of our employer, um, which we record at every week. But uh, this morning, I was uh, up in, on a ladder cleaning cleaning rafters and no one else was in here with me but they scheduled it that way and they should have had somebody else fucking here but uh the ladder came out from underneath me and i then had to spend uh four hours in the clinic because i'm really kind of sore and scraped up and bruised and after looking at those videos you're lucky you didn't bust your head i know because i caught myself Uh, luckily, my fat ass caught me first, and then I went then forward. Your head went down, and I was but I was able to. Yeah. My ass hit, and then I went like this. <laughs> they can't. They don't know what I did. Well, just imagine. Just, I put, put my hands, hands up. In front of you and then to grab fall, yeah. the leg. Yeah. And <laughs> if it wasn't for that, your face. You would have face planted. <laughs> I know. I know. I would have. Yeah. That, today could have been awful. I mean, even worse. It already sucked. Like, 
have Dave <laughs> signing today. I'm going to tell him everyone what he's signing. Yeah. I only uh, had a semester of sign language in high school, so I'm going to be a little rusty. I, I could right have. Now he's uh, putting me off. <laughs> I could have had some issues. Like I'm sore. Like my entire my entire body hurts right now. I had to take my bandages off because I they were fucking irritating the shit out of me. <laughs> and it's just for compression. I mean, I'm not like bleeding or anything. It looks like you either like you. Looks like I got my ass kicked by a ladder. Well, I mean, I was gonna say you fought like a very small bear or a really big dog, <laughs> right? With no bite marks. Yeah. Well, I mean, certain parts yeah, like I, could be yeah, I guess like yeah. All bite marks. That's what. Holding on to the the raft the, yeah. the the rafters so like oh my god this is gonna happen <laughs> but it was probably like it it slid a lot I don't have any idea how it happened but it just slid the fuck out from underneath me now it was probably a bit more slanted than it should have been to begin with so my center center of gravity was a bit off yeah and the reason why we don't use your employer's name of it is they should have had someone spotting yeah with a ladder like that they should have had someone. Yeah, yes, exactly. Or I shouldn't have gone up. It, it's probably equally both parties' fault. Yeah. I should have known better. But either way, I'm alive. Well, nothing's broken. Couldn't move my right thumb for the longest time. It still kind of hurts, but not too bad anymore. So that's good. Yeah, you can, you can move. I can move it. Nothing. Nothing like absolutely hurts when you move a joint, so nothing's broken. Yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't, uh, I'm actually double jointed in my thumbs. I bet that's, I bet that's amazing for Halo. <laughs> I'm double jointed in my thumbs, so my thumb can quite literally almost detach. I can't do that anymore, currently. Like I said, there'd be some gamers out there that would just be like, I envy you so much. Yeah, right? <laughs> Yeah, right? So, uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was my day. That's all from coming off of a three-day weekend. Monday, Monday, was the, Monday was the last day of my three-day weekend. So, all weekend, all I did was fucking play Uncharted 4, which is wonderful. I am not Nathan Drake. That's what that taught me today. I am not Nathan Drake. That's how you should have started it. Just been like, just so you go, guys. <laughs> I played Uncharted 4. Great game, by the way. Oh, I yeah. Found out I'm, <laughs> I'm not, not this person. <laughs> yeah. Here's why. <laughs> yeah, I am not Nathan Drake. Oh, man. He would have been able to hold. Yeah. I did not hold. There was no X for me to bash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. They didn't give me some weird RL combo. <laughs> right? Which, which, by the way, this is like this is this is just I'm sorry I'm just gonna like say this and it's gonna seem just minute compared to what. All right, make sure you speak it. up a little bit. Sure, sure. Remember, but like what minute to what you. I, were. I tried bringing the larger mics. And it wasn't gonna fucking happen. All the shit that's what you went through. Like, <laughs> yeah. I understand why. But <laughs> so my roommate like sold his Xbox, and got a PS4. Yeah. And I and I was like, now you motherfucker is gonna make me buy. A PS4. Yeah. Then I, then I thought, oh, did hey. you? 
No, I, I haven't. I have. get, get the Uncharted collection. There's the Uncharted one. Yeah, they're that. fucking wonderful. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of waiting till they have that, to, for them to yeah. announce. If they announce the slim, the back, the, well, yeah. that the the backwards compatibility. If they do, yeah. to see what games will be backwards compatibility. And yeah. then I also heard rumors that they will announce the new the new the 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 first draft of the new PlayStation yeah. system. The NX is what they might yeah. be calling it. Yeah. But also the fact that they you can they're gonna make an extension for the PS4 for you to allow you to play the P the next PlayStation system. Really? So basically it's an attachment that, that goes to the back of it. Yeah. So that allows you to play the yeah. like whatever the next PlayStation is. Mm-hmm. Shit. So that's it will, neat. It will up the system yeah. to the processing speed everything that the new system will have. Yeah. So it'll be a little expansion. The first thing I thought about was, I don't know if you remember this, but when the Nintendo 64 came out, yeah, yeah. and they had that little extension that like went underneath there, yeah. but also they had a little... The, I had an extension for my GameCube. Oh, I remember that too, yeah. For Game Boy Advance. Yeah. And and then there was also that little uh, uh, chip that you had to put in the N64. Yeah. Play Perfect Dark and all yeah, the games yeah. after that. Mm-hmm. That's so. That's what I thought. Especially they're kind of kind of like go back to that where you can not necessarily like customize your your systems. But yeah, I really hope. Them. I really hope that that would be available for the normal PS4 as well. The upgrade. Yeah, with uh, and not the NX. That's, that's why I'm kind of like looking forward to yeah. PS4 and hearing that announcement. That's insane. Yeah, that, I think that's a good call. That's ballsy. That's actually ballsy. I think that's a good. Yeah, because, I mean, their consoles have a 10-year lifespan. Hell, just last year, they stopped making PS2 games. In 2015. <laughs> the PS2 had a 15-year lifespan. Yeah. It, that's, ins- that's insane. And if you think about the PS3 mm-hmm. and the Xbox 360, people thought that, that those systems would never die. Yeah. Yeah. And, hell, they still make PS3 games. Yeah. You just don't, I mean, you don't hear about them. Or if well, you do, they're they both console. They don't market. Yeah, they're both console. They don't market yeah. the PS3. Version. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's 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 crazy, but of course, PC will always. Yeah, the ultimate upgradable console. Yeah. But yeah, um, actually, I'm gonna pause it real fast. I want you to watch a video from Uncharted. I, I posted it over the over the weekend. I don't know if you watched it, but it's of uh, a. It's one sequence out of the game. I think it's Act Four. Okay. It's just uh, Nathan Drake and uh, his wife Elena just being a husband and wife in their house, and it is magical. One of the best written scenes ever. So I'm going to pause. I'm going to show this to you. All right. So what do you think about that? Uh, well, well, first off. I mean, I know you don't know the characters or anything, but... I know, I know, but, like, this is just a proof that for the past, I don't know, how many X years, but for a while, especially since the the PS3 first came out, they made it pretty clear that they wanted to make movies more in... or games more into movies. Yeah, more cinematic, yeah. More cinematic, exactly. Uh, we're getting that with this with this clip here. Yeah, well, hell, you won't even see that scene in a movie, let alone a TV show. No, maybe. Yeah, you won't have that much interaction. Yeah, and you don't have that much 
well, you, you don't have the, the, the scene where like yeah. he goes over and picks up the bowl. Like, yeah. You'll cut out yeah, to him sitting like sitting down yeah. with the bowl. Yeah. So like yeah, there's more interaction with that. More makes it feel more like real life. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot more character development between the main character and his wife. Yeah. It, so my, my it, it's cool that you get that in like so I feel like Sony would be the one to do something. Yeah, because Sony has pressed games uh, like uh, Black was Black Rain, uh, Heavy Rain, Heavy Rain, yeah. uh, and the newest one that came out from that studio. Yeah, I, for, I forget the name of it. I only played Heavy Rain. Yeah, uh, but there's other games that are like that as well, mm. where it's more they're they're cinematic games that have interactions. Yeah, and it's a lot a lot of uh, character development, story and storyline. Yeah. See, I could see something like this being in that, in a game like that. Yeah. And this scene, it's just so out of place. For Well, not out of place. I think it fits perfectly with the story that they're telling in this one. But if you look at the franchise as a whole, there's not much sitting down. Yeah. It's real high-paced action-adventure. Level-based, pretty much. Well, uh, you go through sequences, but... Um, it's more of a linear storytelling. You start point A, you make it to point B. Mm-hmm. Next chapter begins. But it's really... You can choose your own path to get there. It's not like you're just following this one way. Um, but it's uh, yeah. not really... Lo- it is level-based. Because you have 21 levels. Mm-hmm. But um, they're super long. Some of, some of them are super long. Whatever. But uh, what, I, what impresses me about the scene is just the... It feels like a real interaction. I think the the chemistry that they have in the scene for being computer-generated characters, Mm -hmm. just, it felt like a real relationship. Well, it's computer-generated characters, but they still have... Mode cap and all that, yeah. Yeah, I know. So it's not... It just, the dialogue felt real. It felt like a real conversation. Oh, yeah, I I get that. And, like, that's kind of, like, the path a lot of games are starting to take. I mean, if you look back at a PlayStation, mm-hmm. it, it was strictly level-based. You went to one level to the next. There yeah. was really no, like, cut scenes or mm-hmm. anything like that. If there were, they were just kind of childish or there for flair. Yeah. And now we have more, we have these studios that are putting more money into into writers to basically create a more in-depth storyline and we have developers who can create these interactions to make it feel like both like watching a movie but also you're it's still a game so you want that you want your player to feel like they are actually a part of this world yeah and I, they did a great job in this because okay you get to you get to do a couple things you get to choose a, a line of dialogue when you kind of drifts out of the conversation oh, yeah. and you get to choose a bit of dialogue, but they do a great thing where <laughs> I, I was giddy as a schoolgirl because they, uh, you see a PS1, it has the loads, like the, the beginning music and logos and everything, and then you get to play Crash Bandicoot yeah. while they're having this conversation. Yeah. And just the nostalgia and joy that I got out of the scene was something I wanted to, to share. Well, that's what I was saying. It's like yeah. they want you to kind of Watching a movie is like looking at a picture. Mm-hmm. Whereas a video game, they're wanting to immerse you into 
this actual yeah. what they've created. I mean, why do you think that they're Sony is pre- and and X and Microsoft yeah. is pressing the virtual reality yeah. for their next for sure G four. Yeah, that's another thing that they're they're wanting to really push out. Yeah, there. because PlayStation has PlastaTation VR coming out this year, right? Uh, has that been delayed? I think it has been slightly delayed. Uh, yeah, and I know Microsoft is putting a lot of money into this whole virtual reality thing. Did they do this in the, the late '80s, early '90s, and it didn't go anywhere? Nintendo did that. Yeah, uh, the Virtual Boy. The freaking glove that they yeah. created. Yeah. And, uh, the, I think I know what you're talking about. The Virtual Boy, which was that that little headpiece that you looked into, and yeah. there's a little controller, and it was all like red lines. Yeah. And if you played it for too long, you could possibly lose your vision or yeah. something like or that. Yeah. Or just see red. Yeah. It was like it was in the manual. It was like. Do not play this for more than thirty minutes. Yeah. Without blinking. Yeah. So. Uh, you know that's one thing. These games. Uncharted was the definitive PS3 uh, franchise. Mm-hmm. One of the top selling franchise. One of the top selling franchises on the PS3. One of the most widely well regarded. And they've always been super cinematic. And I think this one, uh, they didn't take away any action or anything. It's still the a great fucking game. Mm-hmm. There's a reason it's getting 10 out of 10 in every review that you're seeing. But they just kind of took it to the next emotional level. Yeah. Well, they want to keep it fresh. Yeah. They, and, and if it's going to be... Well, it's the last in the last in the franchise, supposedly. So... Yeah. It, it, it gives a great ending, too. Because the, ending, the ending's kind of like this, but it jumps forward. Do you mind if I, I say anything? Oh, sure. It, it jumps forward 15 years and you're playing as their daughter going through their house and finding out about her parents and everything. Hmm. So maybe they could jump ahead again and it'd be their daughter, but it was the perfect ending. I don't think that the, the franchise is just going to end it there and close the book. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the Tomb Raider, they, they reboot it. Naughty, they... Naughty Dog has been known to do that, though. Yeah. Jack and Daxter on PS2. They had their, their trilogy and a racing game that was still canon. But they had their they had their story, and haven't made a game with them since. No, well, they'll go to other projects and everything yeah. like that. So yeah, there's that. But who's to say that they don't do some type of spinoff like you mentioned? Well, they they really could. But you know, they already started another franchise as well. Yeah. We uh, with the Last of Us that came out in 2013. Yeah, and we don't know what they have. Maybe they have bigger plans. Maybe, yeah. like you said, they're going to close the book with that. At least, or at least. Put it on the in the freezer for a yeah. little bit, and well, then put something else on the burner. At least it's the end of Nathan Drake's story. Yeah. The main protagonist is done. Yeah, uh, and or maybe maybe they'll do something like Bungie. They'll just sell the rights and have another studio. Yeah, and then it's, well, and then which it's all ruined. I don't basically. think they I don't think they would do again because they did that with Crash. They had their PS One Crash games and then sold it. So all the Crash games that came out on PS Two were not Naughty Dog. So I, I think they would be very careful of where their IPs go. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I, it, history shows that when you do that, it's just mm-hmm. not the same game. Yeah. It's not the same game. It has a different feel. Yeah. Uh, I, I think the best example of it working would be uh, Rocksteady didn't do Batman Arkham Origins. Warner Brothers Montreal did it, but it perfectly fits into the universe that they created. Yeah. I mean, it can work, but... Yeah, <laughs> it's it's hard. Yeah, especially when, I, I, it, like 
with in the case of Naughty Dog, they've got other projects. Mm -hmm. If you, if you look at like how big their team is, possibly, yeah, you can't manage everything at one time. Oh no. So, you know, maybe maybe they had a watchful eye on them mm -hmm. with the with the Batman series. Yeah. I don't know, but all things aren't always yeah. created equal. Yeah, no, not at all. So, if you guys have a PS4 and you're a fan of the series, or if you're new to the series, this game is a complete story. You don't need to play the other games to play this one. Yeah, it, it's perfectly, it's a, a perfect standalone piece. Or you can just buy it on on the PS network or yeah. buy the. The they, have a they, now? they have a the Nathan Drake collection is what yeah. it's called. It it's one through with, three. I was gonna say, does it come with one and two or? No, it's it's one through three. Okay. So, and if you don't have a PlayStation, there's a gorgeous, gorgeous like, almost, uh, almost like a grayish blue version of the PlayStation. That's the Uncharted PlayStation. It looks gorgeous. I'm kind of jealous. I don't have it. But uh, yeah, a great game. You everyone needs to play that game. Probably the best game on the PS4, hands down. I I have probably 20 games, and it's the best one I have. So that's that's saying something. Even the multiplayer is fun. Like, no, it's not. It's had them since the second one. It's had yeah. multiplayer since the second one. Nothing to write home about. It's mostly just like deathmatch, basic yeah. store, like basic game mod. Yeah, yeah, pretty pretty much. Yeah. But they, they made them really fun in this. There's just something about it that I, I had a great time doing. Um, let's see here. The next thing, I'm a, uh, this will just be really quick. I'm a huge X-Files fan, which everybody knows. And it, they came back this year for a six-episode 10th uh, season. We won't have a new season this year. They're taking a, another year off. But they're hoping for another season in uh, fall of 2017 or spring or winter of 2018. So probably another limited run. Well, the stars of it are hard, dude. They've got scheduling. Yeah. Uh, David Duchovny has another show. Gillian Anderson has another show. They're busy people. So, so it's, it's more like a little treat that they, when they, where they come out with new episodes, yeah. basically. Yeah, basically. And... Uh, from the last movie which came out in 2008 to this year, well, 2016, it had been eight years since any new X-Files. And it's nice to know that there will be more new X-Files in a couple of years. Yeah. So, that makes me happy. Especially on the cliffhanger they ended on. Because holy shit. <laughs> um, here is something. Uh, t -t 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 where was it? Oh, uh, speaking about video games, uh, Kojima Productions unveiled their new uh, logo, which or mascot. Don't have much to say on it. No. That's Qu don't quite know what he's going for. Unless that's going to be a character out of the next Hideo Kojima game, because it looks like a character you would do. But that's, uh, that's all I got to say on that. Luden. Ludens, I guess, is the name of it. Name of the character. If you look in there, it does have a skull inside the mask. Well, I was looking at more so like the flag. Yeah. But then also, not, not so much the the character, but then I didn't do it very 
thorough analysis on that. Kind of looks like a spacesuit, armored spacesuit almost. Yeah. Kind of knightish. And the, the helmet. Well, the helmet's a little bit more like a Greek mythology. Yeah, I, I could see that. I was thinking more of like a, a knight, yeah. with a, a lance. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'll I'll follow that man anywhere he goes. So we'll see. Kind of looks like a Spartan in armor, basically. Yeah, kind of. I can definitely see that. The mohawk at the top, basically. Um, This is an interesting thing from Marvel, switching over to uh, some Star Wars news. Uh, They had announced a Rogue One prequel comic that has been canceled. They canceled it. They canceled the comic. Why did they? Because it... I'm not sure. No idea. There was something I was reading about that. It was basically supposed to explain and reveal a lot of spoilers for the movie. Well, you could always release it after true maybe so they canceled it completely apparently not yeah release it Mm-mm. after i mean that just seems like a lot of work put into a project that well there's a lot of projects that are canceled yeah far in far into it it was supposed to be a three issue series plus a one shot oh so i guess it's it's indefinitely on hold or canceled okay. it's an official statement why, can't, why do you say indefinitely on hold? What, or canceled. Did you just say it's canceled? I'm sorry. Yeah, and if it ends up coming out, if you decide to release it, be like, oh, here you go. Yeah. I don't know. It seems odd. Um, what else was there? Uh, oh, yeah, more Star Wars news. I guess the cast of Episode Eight arrived in Ireland and uh, promptly went to a pub. They got in Ireland and went straight to a pub. <laughs> right? I just thought that was kind of awesome. But the cast, including Adam Adam Driver and uh, Daisy Ridley, uh, there were pictures taken of them getting off the plane and going through the airport, both like kind of like covering up so no one fucking sees them. Yeah. Mark Hamill's just like, hi, everybody. <laughs> he seems like him. <laughs> Big, loud, well, talking to people. Yeah, well, and they're just like, God. I could just imagine they're just like, God damn it, Mark. Well, See, this is why, okay, that right there is why I consider Mark Hamill, like, the coolest Star Wars character, like, yeah. actor out there, because he's just completely immersed within the whole thing. Fan, yeah, the fandom. the fandom in I general, mean, I, yeah. You probably know this, but I just want to mention this, that I just think it's fantastic that whenever he's at a convention mm-hmm. or some signing, he always has... He loves his fans. He loves his fans, but as a humor point, mm-hmm. he has, like, blooper photos. Yeah, That yeah. he's just like, here's this, I'm going to sign it and give it to you. Like, yeah. that is just, like, right there, proof, no more explanation. Like, who does that? Who no. has, like, funny pictures... I guess you could do it as like a snarky, like, like I might as well make my life interesting, but he doesn't. Yeah. Like he does so much more, but just as an editor can just show that like this guy's not just doing this just to get a paycheck. Yeah. He's doing this because he loves the franchise. He 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 enjoys his fans and, and it's it's just it's a great thing. Just yeah. to do things like that. Just to make your your people like remember this one. Yeah. Moment. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, we got close to actually uh, having an interview with him uh, back in 2012 at New York Comic Con. Didn't happen, uh, but we we got to speak to him briefly, and it wasn't on on record or anything. But we uh, were introduced to him, asking for an interview and everything. Yeah. Uh, but his uh, agent wouldn't let him. 
So. Yeah, there's always, there's always, you have to have an agent. Yeah. Because there's some people that will just be yes men. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they just can't schedule everything. So yeah. So, I mean, he was really polite about it. No complaints. He generally seemed like he wanted to do it. It was just kind of like, eh, hands are tied. Yeah. So, well, because if they if he allowed us to do it, who knows how many people. Else. Yeah. Yeah. So. It was one of those, like, you still wanted to do it because, yeah. you know, it's. It's like a it's like a lottery. Yeah. Maybe there was that moment where like, oh yeah, I got twenty minutes to do this. Yeah, yeah. Which just happened plenty of times with us. Yeah. So it's not like you shouldn't like not do it. Yeah. You should just throw out the opportunity. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. But I, I just thought that was a, a nice little story. They they got to they got there and went to it's the uh Farin's Bar in Malin Head. Malin Head. Malin, Malin Head. Yeah. And I guess uh, uh, tweeted out, people of Ireland are among the sweetest, most kind-hearted people in the world. Made me feel like part of the family. Oh, well, yeah, because they have they live on a, a river of liquor. Right? <laughs> yeah, right? That's why they are so nice, basically. Yeah. And uh, Ireland's the only place where wherever you go to drink, you say, this will be the last one, and people will say, why would it be? Yeah. Uh, now, moving on uh, to another teaser. It's for a TV show. Uh, another teaser here. I'm going to pause it, let us watch it. And it's jumping, jumping the, uh, the side of the, the war here. We're going from Star Wars to Star Trek. So I, I'm, it's something I'm excited for. So I'm going to play it. There's not much to this teaser. It's only like 40 seconds. So literally nothing to it. But... The Star Trek fan in me still got super excited. Oh, yeah, because how long has it been since they had a Star Trek series? Oh, when did Enterprise go off the air? Uh, 12 years ago? Yeah. 12 like years early ago? Early 2000s. Yeah, yeah, 2005, maybe? Yeah. And Enterprise was just meh. Meh, yeah, meh. Yeah, so. L- later seasons were more positive, man. You should have seen this coming yeah. in the last two movies. Oh, out. and have done gangbusters. Exactly. Um, they haven't said what continuity this is taking place in. We don't know if it's the Prime Universe or the new movie universe. But they did say it would take place in a time period between. Next Generation yeah. and. Because, yeah, we talked about this yeah. before. You hinted on it, but you said yeah. something about. They were going to do a, some type of series between it was before Next Generation, but after the the original, the original crew. one. Yeah. yeah, but don't know if it's new continuity or old continuity. Yeah, so that excites me. Um, right there, that just confirmed it. Like, yeah, of, uh, new crew, e- new villains. Yeah. So I forget like it that. said something else. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but flashy space stuff. Yeah. It looked, it looked good. And the thing is, it's going to premiere on CBS next year and then go to the web-based CBS, uh, which we have talked about. Yeah. Um, that's, that's odd. It's odd. Because I think they should just show it all on the network. Why, Why not? not? You would have more viewers that way. Yeah. Especially if you're going to – I think they're going to air like a two-hour movie, like TV movie. Well, basically the first two-parter is going to air – Unless, okay, well, CBS is still a main network. Yes. That even if you don't have cable, you get it. Yeah. But, but you have to pay for the, the all-access web content. Ah, it's a pay subscription. Ah, 
So, so maybe because I maybe studios are thinking, okay, since everyone's streaming content, yeah, this is the new way yeah. of of bringing out content that people will watch. But you won't be able to binge it because they're still going to release it weekly. True, but subscribers to like Xfinity, mm-hmm. AT and T, they're losing that because people are streaming. They're buying Hulu. They're buying Netflix. Yeah. They're streaming all their stuff online, so you're seeing more studios having like like AMC mm-hmm. and IFC, all of them have their own paid subscription yeah. where you can just watch their stuff. Yeah. Probably yeah. CBS is thinking the same thing. Oh, for sure. But I'm gonna I'm gonna buy it all access. Actually, I think I'm already I'm already subscribed to all access. But don't you also get all access when you have Xfinity and everything like that? No, you don't. You don't. Because um, I wanted to get caught up on Supergirl this this past season, I, I so I got it because they had more episodes available on all access than they did on demand. Okay, so I'm guessing like on demand they just have like the, the most past couple yeah. episodes. Like and this had it kind of bugged me because I, I ended up I think I had to skip two episodes of Supergirl. Are you sure? Yeah, because this only went back to all access, even though I'm paying for it. Only went back six episodes. I know I have, me nuts. I know I have the CBS. For watching yeah. the Tonight Show, yeah, and you can you can you can watch what's on the on the on the network. It's yeah. the same because uh, I was able to log in with my Xfinity. Is, yeah. yeah, I was able to log in through Xfinity, and I could watch the current stuff, but I couldn't go back. It was just like the same selection that was available on demand is what was available just using. Yeah, it was kind of annoying, but I'm gonna pay for it. That's probably they like just yeah, yeah. I think it's I, I think it's five ninety nine. I think oh. it's actually cheaper. Yeah. But after Star Trek, we're gonna end it, and then when they do season two, I'll renew it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but they need to get more content. Give me something else that'll be on there. So I'm excited. Um, Brian Fuller's uh, the executive producer, which he did uh, Pushing Daisies. He did uh, oh shit, what was the name of the show he did on Showtime? Uh, uh, Grim Reaper show. I forget the name of it. Oh yeah, six. Dead like me. Dead like me. Yeah, dead like me. And then he also did Hannibal. Okay. So he has a nice. uh, Yeah, yeah, very credible. Uh, So he's doing that. So that's got me excited. Um, moving on to another classic property. We finally got a a, an announcement, an, an announcement that they were making a movie teaser. They released a teaser to announce production was going to begin on a movie coming out. Transformers, The Last Night. The Last (laughs) Night is the name of it. Well, you know, I I, I go to every one of these movies. I'll go see them one time just because... I'll go see them one time in IMAX just so I can see giant robots fighting in IMAX. That's what these movies are to me. That's like, that type of mentality... That with the Ninja Turtles is like going to a bar. I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm going to go see the next Ninja Turtles though. I'm going to find my wife. <laughs> um, but I'm not going to the next Turtles in theaters. Um, I, I don't plan on it. There's other shit coming out. I'd rather see. So I, I, thought, I could have swore that when we watched the. the, the uh, no, the, no, because remember I said fool me once. <laughs> if I end up going, you can slap me. You will not live this. I won't remember this. Yeah. Oh, please do. It's on, it's on record. Please do. I will remember 
for this, and when you're like, I saw n turtles on opening night, I'm like, get ready for yes. this slap. Yeah, I'm for sure. Winding let, up. let me heal first. Well, you'll be healed by then. <laughs> no, it comes out in like two weeks, so. I think you'll be Three weeks. Healed. Yeah, maybe. But Hasbro is doing something with all their movies. Hasbro's making a universe. So, they've already announced there's a writer on Rom, the Space Knight, Micronauts. Uh, I think one's called like the Visionaries or something like that. Some weird forgotten toy slash cartoon series from the '80s. GI Joe and Transformers. I I could be on board for that. Yeah, all, all, all of our, we're in the age age group where all of that hits home with our nostalgia. Yeah, like what we grew up with, basically. If if after this, if after this, because last night. It, that could possibly be teasing Rom the Space Knight. A good possibility. If they're going to set up this universe, do it in Transformers. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there's, they're, they're popcorn films. I mean, you can't really say much else about Transformers. But if they tell me there's going to be a Transformers G.I. Joe movie... You bet your money I'm going to be there. And those G.I. Joe movies were worse than the Transformers. Oh, yeah. Those far. are bad movies. By far. And they made two of them. And the first one was horrible. Yeah, it was horrendous. It was that, those movies were basically like they threw, they threw a bunch of money at a bunch of stars. They're, um, man. They're not even good stars. Well, okay. no, you're right. But they're... they're Channing Tatum no. and I forget which Wayne's brother was in the first one. The second one had The Rock, right? Yeah, the second one had more... The second one had The Rock, had Bruce Willis. Channing Tatum was asked to be killed off early in the movie. <laughs> so I'm trying to think of the, the studio that did all those like B-rated movies in the early 80s. Canon? Yeah. yeah. Those movies reminded me of the Canon films. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Those are great documentary. Uh, uh, yep. Electric Boogaloo. Yep. 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 Actually, there's like there two documentaries named two different things, but they're the same one. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Electric Boogaloo and then something else. It doesn't have that, like, the title is yeah. a little bit more huh. recognizable. Gotcha. The History of Canon. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like I mean, I like Over the Top. There's a couple yeah. of those movies that I like. I like I like the Masters of the Universe, all right. <laughs> Which, apparently, uh, just on comic book, uh, comic book news, apparently Dolph Lundgren wants to be Cable in the, in cable in the next Deadpool. Really? Yeah. I, I could be down for that. Horrible actor, but I could be down for that. In a movie like that, the bad acting could overshadow, like the the humor could overshadow, overshadow the, bad the bad acting. acting. Yeah. So eh, I, 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 I could be all right with that. It's like Mark Hamill playing a cockknocker. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, oh shit! Meant, I meant to bring this up uh, when we were talking about Star Wars and Mark Hamill. I completely forgot about it. Did you see this photo? That's Mark Hamill on this side. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's Sebastian Stan, the Winter Soldier. Huh. I mean, there's some Photoshop done there, obviously. Yeah, well, they put, yeah, they put his face into that picture of Mark Hamill, but holy shit. Yeah. They were going to have... A double? A double? They were going to have a younger Mark... Or younger, yeah. do like a... Flashback. Flashback. Get Sebastian Stan to play young Luke Skywalker. Yeah, I can see that. Because 
holy shit, they even have the chin dimple. <laughs> the butt chin? Yeah, the butt chin. That's really good. That's really close. Like, I just saw that at first. I was like, oh, it's Mark Hamill. Nope. No, it wasn't. It wasn't Mark Hamill. Yeah, that's really... <laughs> Disney, if you're listening, and you want to do... If you want to have a, a a cameo or something, and if they do more standalones, like, depending on where the movie's... Like the Han Solo movie? Yeah. The Luke Skywalker movie? The, the movie, The Shadows of the Empire that never came? Yeah, <laughs> you could. If you wanted to do a movie... Uh, with the, the new cast, because we have a new Han Solo. If you want to do a movie between Jedi and Force Awakens, you've got a, you've got eligible cast members. Yeah. So, uh, not saying that they will, but that'd be, I'd be okay with it. Um, so, uh, Supergirl, speaking of which, uh, just moved to the CW yeah. from CBS. They made that. They made, yep, yeah, so made the jump. Yeah, time. we did. But they made that concrete. That is a thing. Now, that was a good move because yes. of the location. Was. Yes. Um, and they're now, Supergirl's now on the same network as Arrow, Flash, and Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. They already crossed over once. Now they can do it on a regular basis. Yep. So, good move. Good move for them. Uh, a lot of shows were canceled, none of which really matters. Except I was a big fan of the Muppets. They canceled the Muppets. Oh, did they? Yeah. I heard that they were thinking about it. Yeah, they did. They canceled Agent Carter officially. Okay, well, that was kind of like a 50-50. Yeah. The Muppets kind of surprised me, but it's the Muppets. They'll be back. They'll be back. I I did like having that. Internet show. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. Season one was met with a lot of issues behind the camera. Apparently the Muppets couldn't get along. I'm, I'm joking. It was, it was with the producers. But, uh, yeah, there was just behind-the-scenes issues, and it, it didn't perform well after it took, like, a three-month break. And the audience never came back. So it did really well. Like, the first ten episodes did really solid. But then they took – because they fired the showrunner, they had to hire a new showrunner. That's why they had such a long break. And they retooled the show, and the audience never came back. They made it because before it was like kind of like a Thirty Rock type uh, type show where it was all the behind the scenes stuff. You never actually saw the show. Yeah. And after it came back, it was more like the Muppet Show. The Muppets were more involved in in the skits and stuff like that. It yeah. was when I first watched it, it was a little more like uh, to me it felt more like a, a reality type show. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, like kind of like kind of like The Office or The Office or. I thought that was a great format for the Muppets. I, I really did. Well, I mean, it, it made it seem more like these like these inanimate objects were more human-like. Yeah. Like, they're, like these things actually exist, but not really. Yeah. Um, so that happened. They canceled a couple shows that don't matter to me. Uh, they canceled uh, Castle. Solid, uh, solid performer, but they just decided to move on. It wasn't getting that big of a... Yeah, eight years in wasn't making waves. But now, that frees up Nathan Fillion to do something else that we would all love. Uh, so that's, that's, that's good. I'm okay with that. Um, they, they're moving Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to 10 o'clock instead of 9 o'clock. And their, their response is uh, 
so the show can be a bit more edgy. Well, yeah, you get close to midnight. Uh, a bit more grown up than yeah. what it has been. It's really like a, that is just ridiculous. Like the one hour difference. But it makes it makes a big difference. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Like, to be perfectly honest, think of how ridiculous that sounds. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, uh, I'm just wondering how much of how much of an audience will it potentially lose. Because it doesn't it doesn't do great in the ratings. It's solid, but it doesn't doesn't do great. I don't think it's going to affect them. Yeah. Because it, with with the, how, how show, we find access yeah. to information. I don't. I watch it on Hulu. Yeah, it's, it's a show for our gener more of our generation where we yeah. stream stuff. We even never if, watch it live. Even if there was one person that was like that somehow didn't get the information that it was moved from nine to ten. When they went to watch it at nine, they go, "Why isn't this on?" And they no, go it's on, on at ten o'clock. And they can be like, "Oh." Or just o'clock. go forward on their guide. Like I thought, Agent <laughs> Shield was on tonight. <laughs> right. Oh, it's at ten o'clock. All right. Really, that's new. Um, so yeah, there's that. Uh, that's something. What's that? Oh, just the the move yeah. to ten o'clock. And apparently, they, they want it to be a bit more edgier because that's what the Netflix shows have done. I guess. If you wanted to be edgy, just move it to twelve o'clock and then have like <laughs> yeah. all the naughty words. Like yeah, that. for sure. Uh, yeah, I, I'm going out of order here. I should have mentioned it earlier. Uh, Stephen Amell, who plays uh, the Green Arrow on Arrow, uh, is he basically said there will be a, a full four show crossover. Uh, pretty much. So that's nice. Which uh, I meant to say that earlier that it was pretty much confirmed. But that leads me into uh, Kevin Smith, writer-director Kevin Smith, from Clerks and all the Jay and Silent Bob movies. Uh, he directed a last week's episode of The Flash. One of the best episodes of the series. He did a great job. And uh, they already asked him back to direct a couple episodes next year. Because, I mean, he's a huge... You watch any of his movies, you know he's a huge, huge comic book fan. Among other things, Star Wars, Star Trek. Yeah, uh, he's like super involved. He does a lot of things outside of just directing movies. Now. Oh yeah, yeah, for he sure. Does a podcast every single day. Yeah, a podcast every he's day. Got sh- he's got a show. He, he has two shows coming. He has Comic Book Men. Yes. Then he also has a talk show coming, like a, a movie geek talk culture show. talk show coming. Gotcha. Um, he has a podcast every day. Why not? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> why, why not? Uh, but, well, they've already asked him back to uh, direct a couple episodes of The Flash next year. And then, uh, oh, Chance said he couldn't make it tonight, but that's how I was feeling. That's sweet. <laughs> uh, but Kevin also wrote a pretty acclaimed run on Green Arrow, the comic. And wants to bring a character he created called Onomatopoeia to live action. Now, it's a character that works perfectly in a comic book. Because he actually says, like, the, the sound effects. He says them on the page. So he, when he shoots, he's like, bang. The, the character says, bang. Yeah. And, like, it's almost like the gun doesn't, like, he has a way to cancel out, like, the noise. So the gun doesn't actually make the sound, but it's him making the sound. And apparently Kevin Smith has a great idea to bring that to Arrow. Which could be, it could go either way. It could be awesome. Or, yeah. It could, I don't know. He wants to do a two-parter. He wants to write and direct both parts. 
So, get, fucking give it to him. If he thinks he can do it. And Arrow's, Arrow's really... It's a lot of action on that show. Unlike The Flash, which you can get... A, uh, there is more ac- drama. There's he, a little more drama in there in The Flash. There is action, but it's kind of... Oh, he's running real fast, and you just see a bolt of lightning going places. <laughs> <laughs> to me, yeah, to me, I watched the, some of The Flash because my roommate watched it, and to me, it's just more drama. It, it is. The, there is a lot of drama. The Arrow, you're right, it has more action to it, and because I've only watched like an episode and a half of Arrow. Gotcha. And it, to me, it has season more. one of Arrow was super soap opery. And then season two kind of does a complete 180. And they're like, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta cut out this fucking CW soap opera shit <laughs> and go for this other crowd. See, that's the thing that surprised me about the air from what I've heard that is that it it takes more of like an edgier like people die in that yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People die. And there's just there people die on the Flash too. Yeah, but they're to me the Arrow is a little bit closer to Daredevil. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. But if I actually had to say, I think, well, Daredevil's a perfect perfect way to do his show. Could it be different? Could it be lighter? Yeah, it, it could. Would that, would that still be true to the comics? If it was, yeah, it would. It, there's multiple examples of Daredevil being a more lighter character. But what they do with The Flash, I think it's the perfect, it's probably the most perfect adaptation tonally of a comic book. But even even the Flash now still is that same tone. I'm talking like the Flash, the character himself. They got the tone of that character perfect. So, I mean, they can do a bit more with the action sequences in a comic, of course. But yeah. uh, when there are big action sequences and set pieces on the TV show, I think they earn it. They definitely put in the work. There's some there's some stuff they do on that show that I don't know how they get away with, like on a TV budget doing. The show looks a lot bigger than what, than what they have. Than what they have. So the people that make that show are they're they're doing something magical on it. They know some people. Yeah, like there's a character Gorilla Grodd. Uh, I never thought I'd see him in live action. They did Gorilla Grodd. They did a character called fucking King Shark. Two two characters I never expected to see on a live action TV show. And they made them look like their comic book counterpart. Huh. So it's it's impressive what they do on there. So uh, yeah. So if if Kevin can can do that on uh, on Arrow, if he can bring such a odd odd character, yeah, it, the the character is pretty vicious, but has a unique uh, almost comical. Yeah, it, it's a character that. Could, almost only exists in a comic book. And that's that's probably why it hasn't been on there since. But if the creator of that character wants to take a shot at bringing that character to live action after he just had a, a stellar episode of The Flash, let him. Let him go for it. Yeah, right? Your, your arrow's going to be on its fifth season. If there's a bad episode, go. <laughs> it's not gonna kill you. Yeah, they've gone through the 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 hump of the what is called the third season. Basically. Yeah, yeah. Made five. Yeah, it'll be it'll be five years next year. If you think about it, five years on on as many TV series is like your tenure. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, the the first the first two seasons are the hardest seasons to get past. Your your freshman and sophomore seasons are the hardest hardest years. I almost feel like the the yeah because the budget and but I think it's a little bit more experimental. I want to say like the third season's kind of like okay, either you're gonna sell out or yeah. you're just basically well, not gonna make it. Well, there's a common it's thing. It's determination. It's like it's almost the climax. Yeah, uh, there's actually a, a common thing where the first season you'll get a, a, a nice budget, and if it, if your show does well enough to get a second season, your budget will be cut. It doesn't make sense. You think it'd be the other way around. You're like, oh, you had a successful first season. Here's more money. Yeah. No, they're like, we're gonna we're gonna take some of that away. So it's a very common in television. I don't understand why. Yeah. Huh. And it's uh, talking about shows being canceled. Uh, Fox. They only kept three of 11 new shows this year. Three out of 11. They expect, unless they expect to have a lot more this coming fall. Well, possibly, but that's still, that's still risky. And even like, maybe not risky, it just, I don't know, it's odd. Which ones did they keep? I don't even remember which three new ones they, they kept. They canceled both Grandfathered and... Uh, no, that was John Stamos one. They also canceled the Rob Lowe one, Grinder. Oh, Grinder, yeah. But both of those did really well. Both of those did really well in, in uh, well, to the critics. They didn't do well ratings wise, but the critics really liked them. So, usually, if they're they're critical darlings, they usually will be picked up for another run. But that didn't happen there. Oh, they also canceled that horrible cartoon Border Town. That was that was awful. It was horrible. That was awful. Yeah. I, I don't know why they keep letting Seth MacFarlane make shows because that was his show. Uh, because of Family Guy. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Cleveland show's not on anymore. He's pretty much grandfathered in. Exactly. Yeah. Well, he's. Uh, I think he's actually getting a live action comedy on Fox this year too, which he's starring in. So that could be all right. <laughs> you say that. I I actually like him, but nothing he does. Yeah, he creates. Yeah, like, uh, I liked him hosting the Oscars. I think I'm the only person that liked him hosting the Oscars. But I did. I thought he was one of the better parts in A Thousand Ways to Die in the West or whatever that was called. Oh, yeah, that. Uh, yeah, that movie was it, was, it was watchable. I think it's more watchable than Ted. I didn't like the Ted movies. Oh, really? Yeah. I, got I, I didn't like the first one. I didn't watch the second. I got through the first one, and... Yeah. Um, well, just to wrap things up here, um, see that, or the Warner Brothers uh, basically already announced that they're developing a, a Harley Quinn film, spinning out of Suicide Squad. I see. I heard that they were doing a spinoff. I was assuming it was yeah. a movie. Yes. They're doing a series. No, no movie. Okay. Spinoff movie featuring. Well, Margot Robbie is going to produce it yeah. and star in it. Um, but it's also been uh, rumored to be a ensemble, another ensemble film, which she's the center of, but it could feature other women of the DC universe. And they specifically mentioned Batgirl, Poison Ivy. That could be all right. I could, I could be down for that. Like the birds, of like a, almost like a Birds of Prey or Gotham City Sirens type thing. So I could, I could be all right with that. And then uh, the last thing I want to talk about um, the legendary comic book artist Darwin Cook passed away over the weekend. Um, 
I don't know if you saw on my Facebook, but I changed my profile picture to a picture of his. I changed my banner to a picture. It was kept retweeting other pieces of his artwork. Um, he was a uh, he worked on Batman the Animated Series, worked on Superman, Justice League. He, he kind of helped develop the look of those shows. Um, he then uh, went on to do a uh, one, probably his masterpiece, what a lot of people would probably consider his masterpiece, uh, called New Frontier. Ah, music is starting. Let's pause that for a second. Ah. Yes, he, uh, he created what a lot would consider his masterpiece, which is New Frontier. It's basically a... Uh, origin of the Justice League set in the 50s. 40s or 50s. And it's a great look. It's just wonderful. And I just wanted to, to, to mention him because I was deeply saddened by... Hey listeners, ah, this shit. is uh, Yeah, I have an ad in there. So, sorry guys. If you, if you always <laughs> cut it off and the music starts, I do give credit to the, the person who did our music. So they have, he has a little tag. So uh, I figured that's fair. He's letting us use his music for free. At least let him promote himself. Sure. Um, it's a couple of years old. I don't know why he hasn't sent me anything else. I've asked him. Been like, hey, hey, buddy, can you uh, can you send me an updated thing? And he's like, you don't have to. It's all yeah. it's the same info. I'm like, all right. No, all right. Yeah, keep it, keep yeah. it simple. Yeah, right. Uh, but yeah, I wanted to give Darwin Cook credit. Even change my phone background to a picture of Cap and Bucky that he did. Yeah. It, he's just a, he was a phenomenal artist. And I, I never got to meet him, which I've met a ton of comics creators over my, my 10 years going to conventions, 10 plus years going to conventions. Never got to meet him, but uh, people that I know that have had nothing but amazing things to say about the guy. So it's a, kind of a, it's a huge loss to uh, the comic book community. And he he will be missed. I even have a I have a book coming out. Uh, I I personally don't have a book coming out, but there's a book coming out that I, I'm gonna get that he even did the cover for. So there's work of his still to be released. Mm-hmm. So it's just it'll be uh, it'll be weird. So to see that and then just be like oh yeah yeah pretty much the the book I, uh, I'm getting that he did the cover for was uh, Future Quest. It's a uh, well, DC's relaunching all the Hanna Barbera characters, mm-hmm. and it's it's a new Johnny Quest book. Okay. It's uh, Johnny Quest, and it's like in space, and he's teaming up with like Space Ghost and a couple <laughs> others. It's just it's like the space section of Hanna Barbera with Johnny Quest and gang. Right. Uh. So yeah, it's, I'm looking forward to that book. It's the same universe, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. All. There's stuff crossed over all the time. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're they're releasing four books. I'm getting all four of them. Uh-huh. They're doing Scooby Apocalypse, which com- comes out this week, I believe. It's a the apocalypse happened, <laughs> and it's Scooby and the gang. I, I can't wait for that book. Art uh, art by Jim Lee, the one of the main guys at DC Comics. Yeah. Uh, so he's doing that one. Then you got Future Quest. And then you have the Flintstones. Have no idea how that book's gonna be. Yeah. And then you have. Do you remember Wacky Racers? Yeah. The cartoon Wacky Racers. Oh, yeah. uh, they have a book coming out called Wacky Raceland. 
okay, so it's in the, the actual universe outside of just the different weird... I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how it's going to be. But the guy that designed all the cars, I think he's the actual artist on the book, is the guy that did all the cars in Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, boy. <laughs> so if that tells you what to expect out of that book. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, those will be interesting. So I'm, I'm actually going to, uh, to get off of here. Oh yeah, I forgot the last time we start we stopped it and started recording again. I was like, what's on there? <laughs> but uh yeah, uh I'm gonna get home and rest. Put some ice on all of those arms. Yeah, I'm gonna put some ice on and try to I'm actually liking this chair. It's kinda helping my ass. <laughs> but during the time from I got off and came back here, I did go home for a minute yeah. and sat down on my bed. And that was rough. So I'm going to go home and not cry when I sit on my ass. All right. I'm David West. I'm Taylor Newman. And this is uh, another episode of uh, Kind of Epic Show. All right. I'm going to hit the space bar. Listeners, this is Micus, creator of the kind of epic theme song Zombie Kids. If you're interested in finding out more about my music, you can check me out at.